You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. If you want a clear path to my heart. Fart. <laughs> Fart. <laughs> Oh, geez. That was good. I just oh, came up with that. That was really good. And I've if had... you want some relief, queef. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Today, it's Monday. Well, no, when this is heard, it's not Monday. It's I know, Tuesday. whatever. I'm talking about our real life. Today's Monday. But we never live in the real life. Well, whatever it is, what it is. Our timelines are never in the real life. So this episode, we're going to be talking. Oh God! No, but I do want to say, um, Ryan but, hasn't seen any of the messages before we get into "I love you" and "You're annoying" and stuff because I did an anonymous message so people could write in their embarrassing stories, and some of them are really good. Some of them are also like I'm not. Gonna lie. The ones that made me laugh even more are like, like I laugh at them because they're not embarrassing. Like someone was just like, yeah, one time I pooped myself in kindergarten. I still think about it. I'm like, bro, we all did. People don't forget though, Britt. <laughs> people don't forget. It's just those kind of ones make me laugh because like people are like so just, like scared to, to share this stuff. And I'm like, oh, these are cute. This, they're is, not embarrassing. this is a true story. When I was much younger, they had asked us, we were playing football and they'd asked some of us older kids, which were still very young mm-hmm. to help with the like little kids football. And so we came out to the first practice just to kind of show these kids what to do and what have you. And this one kid shit his pants. Now we wear white football pants. It was a rainy day. He shit himself. And like it was, well, there's just certain things you can't not see. Right. How old were you, you'd say? I would have been 10 or 12. Okay. And this kid would have been six or seven. Mm. He shit himself. Right. Well, this kid ends up going to the CFL and playing the Canadian Football League, well, Equivalent to here in Canada to the <laughs> NFL. That's cool. Yeah, legit, right? He became a legit football player. To this day, he still shit himself when he first started playing football, that's as how, far as I'm concerned. That's how you remember him. Like, I cheered for him while always remembering that he shit himself. Yeah. Too legit to so shit. So, it might not be embarrassing, but yeah. it's... It people don't forget. People, people don't, don't forget. forget. It's true. 
And that was from a and that was from a movie called Super Bad, I think, too. People don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Whatever, shit pants. Man, that was grade four. People don't forget. It was super What a bad. great line. That movie was so good. I when read it's... something the other day that there hasn't been a good high school movie since Super Bad, and I have to agree with that. Um, I feel like we could probably go through the list and like figure it out. Did you know that also Mean Girls is over 20 years old? No. Isn't that insane? But it was filmed here in Toronto. A lot of a lot of uh, movies that are like supposed to be in New York or like big cities are filmed in Toronto because it's way cheaper. Way cheaper, Canadian dollar. Hmm. All right, you I, you clearly have an I love you and you're and you're annoying. Why? We, had, we I don't know. You were just like itching to go when we were in like prepping for this. You're like, all right, I got this. Let's get into this. And I was like, oh, here we go. No, no, I don't. You don't have one. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm well, annoyed right now in general. Yeah. That's an understatement. I'm annoyed right now in general, and you happen to be part of that group of annoying things that are happening in my life. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I am short with you right now. Very much so. And vice versa. Your tone, the tonality of your voice in the last couple of days has been not the best. You know what? You say that like my tone is crappy and I am saying that this is a response to what I'm getting from you. And you say that like I'm getting this from you and it's just a battle of like who started the shitty tone first. It's a and cycle. And I will die on this hill because you did. It's a circle. It keeps going around and around and around. But I will tell you, this is not my I love you and you're annoying. But lately, and I said this to you, I feel like you have been talking at me, not to me, or certainly not with me. Mm. You're not collaborating in, in conversation. You're dictating the conversation. And my immediate response when someone does that to me is say, ah, fuck you. Mm. So if you feel like my tonality back towards you has been fuck you, that's accurate. I think for me it's hard because... Like over the last little bit, we have been not great in terms of communication because we are both separately just kind of grinding away. And I think that you have so much going on right now outside of our family and podcasts and stuff that like when you when we have like the weekend where we have to do like life shit, I guess this is my love and you're annoying. I find like every weekend I am the dictator and I have to say hey guys, we need to, like, I need to wash the floors. I've never said like, you need to wash the floors. I'm like, we need to wash the floors. Everybody needs to chip, it, chip in on their laundry. And I think for me, like, it just sucks having to be the one to say that every weekend, even though it has to get done. And the problem is, is if I don't say it, our house would be in like disarray. I just don't like nagging. And then, and then I get like the sure or the like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Like, let's get like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be the shitty like mom and partner that says we have to do all this all day. That's not what I want to do. I just wanted to be like, let's do this and then we'll figure out fun day. And you did say to your like side, you did say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take it that. Now the next hour, we're going to do this, this, and this, right? And then we're going to be done. I just find every weekend I'm the one that's like, guys, we have to do this. Or it doesn't get done. And it just feels shitty to always be the one to like, wah, 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 bring down the fun. I'm like the fun, the no fun mom in yes day. I am Jennifer Gardner. I used to be fun. <laughs> Not anymore, I guess. <laughs> well, are you going to say anything or are you just going to sit no, there listening. and like, I'm, I'm listening to cry. your I'm listening to your I love you and you're annoying. Yeah, it just feels shitty. <clears throat> and like, I feel that energy from you. Every I, weekend. Especially this one. <laughs> Which 
you know, to your credit, you just you just said to me, well, you know, to your credit, Ryan, you did put the music on and say, all right, for the next hour, we're going to zero in on this and get it all done. And guess what? We did get it all done. So it's hard for me to say what I'm about to say, but what what is... Hmm, how do I go? How do I go about Ooh, this without getting crucified? This is going to be interesting. The I love you and you're annoying this week of edition is when you say things like, I don't want to always be the bad guy. Okay. When, because that saying, I don't always want to be, this wasn't my I love you and you're annoying this week, just so you know. My oh, so love you have you, another one? No, my I love you and you're annoying this week was simply going to be, would you lock the fucking car when you leave? Like, that's. That was it. And I've said it like 17 times on this podcast. So anyways, I'll go back to what I, what I just was brought up, stirred up in my emotional ways of being from listening to your rant earlier. The term, I don't want to be the bad guy would insinuate that I'm the opposite. I'm the good guy. I'm the fun dad. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. That can't be further from the truth. In fact, on Friday, you had the opposite conversation with our group of friends saying, Ryan goes from zero to 90. The reason I go from zero to 90 is I keep my cool, I keep my patience, I keep calm in these situations until I don't. Mm -hmm. And when I don't, the reaction I get from my children, I don't like. I don't like it. And so when I'm stern and when I'm telling them what to do and I'm telling them all these things and they don't listen, they don't give a shit, you're not the bad guy by yourself it's not what when i'm talking about the bad guy in this specific experience i'm not talking about like parenting like i'm talking about the want want, want. maybe not the bad guy but like i was just frustrated because i'm always the one like saying we need to do these things like this is part of our responsibilities of life and as a family and a household before that we can do all the other things and like listen we went to the trampoline park we went out for dinner and it was an amazing afternoon on Saturday but like we do need to have some responsibilities and so does the kids what you're talking about when you say I don't want to be the bad guy when you in that specific instance and like this is I we don't have time to get into it but basically like our kids are the shittiest sleepers in the entire world and especially Riley, like she has a routine where she, she got a problem. She does. Like we actually are considering getting her in to talk to some sort of like child therapist, maybe see if there's something deeper there because it takes her over two hours to go to bed and it's like, she's afraid to sleep. So at the end of the night, when like Riley, Ryan has put her to bed after being in her room for like a half an hour, She'll come down crying 20 minutes later without fail and say like, can I have a hug? And so I don't say anything because I just, I'm like, you need to go back upstairs. And I may be the hard ass in this sense. And you were like, like you keep saying this has to stop. I don't want this to happen anymore. Yet when she comes down, you're like, come here, babe, just come, come gather around. And hold on, reason- hold on. And I get why you're saying that because you made a really good point. And you said, like, I don't want her to think that she can't come give us a hug. But, like, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You can't be like, she has to fucking stop doing this and well, then be like, come. Here's come, come. why I can talk out of both sides of my mouth. Because I don't have a solution for this problem. But I also recognize in early child, hair, uh, child care development, the last thing I want my kid to experience is them wanting to come to me for a hug, for love, for support, and me rejecting them because it doesn't follow my agenda does it annoy the shit out of me that she comes downstairs absolutely do i want her to not a chance but do i want her to sneak into the bed and wake me up four times a night 
not a chance. And so I'm struggling with creating boundaries mm-hmm. while not while not damaging her in a way that 10, 15, 20 years from now, I'll find out my dad never loved me. Bullshit, I didn't. <laughs> I let but to her, and give me a hug every night. But to her, if she comes downstairs crying, sobbing, and just wants one one last hug and one last kiss, I don't want to be the guy that says no to her. I, and I can understand And I don't that. want her to be there. But I, I want her to be sleeping. I understand, but I also think that it's okay to have boundaries. You were in her room for a half an hour and you gave her multiple hugs and kisses, like all calm, all lovely. Your boundary is when I leave this room, you do not get to come downstairs. When you by say like by you saying that isn't going to tell her like I don't fucking love you. It means these are my boundaries. You're disrespecting my boundary right now. We already had a, a communication and Riley agrees to the other things and then she doesn't. Like, I just think there needs to be a hard stop there because it, we're essentially enabling the behavior because we're I not agree. stopping it. I agree. The other, the only other problem is we have a narrative and we have a perspective as adults and on people on the other side that is very clear to us. Mm-hmm. Her perspective is not the same as ours and her experience of the situation is not the same as ours. And so I want to dance very delicately around support. And you're right. There needs to be. That's why I can talk on both sides of my mouth because I don't want to not be there for her. Yeah. And I also don't want her coming down. I think it's just so hard because Riley is so smart and and with her intelligence, be, and we've seen it firsthand, comes manipulation. And so we tread this like very fine line of like what you're saying is there something deep you hear or are we being completely like manipulated by yep. her tears like those were words and they were hard <laughs> you know what i mean anyways here's that's, my, that's here, what we're dealing with here's right what now. i'm saying to you though and this is this is my like hey here's how life can get easier when you're worth ryan know that i'm struggling with this know that this is not what i want as a result don't say to me that you're the bad guy in this situation because I have some very hard conversations with Riley about this and I feel like a bag of shit afterwards. So to put me in a position where you're like, I'm over here and you're over here, daddy's giving me hugs and mommy's the hard ass, that is so far removed from the truth. Mm. And you're saying, I'm not the bad guy. I feel like the bad guy in this situation. I'm the guy that has to say no to her when she wants a hug. Well, I used to. You're not alone in this situation is what I'm saying. I'm struggling with this topic. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. Got it. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. 
Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Good. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Okay, I want to talk. Can I talk about what really grinds my gears for a moment? Fine. Yeah, you have time. Can we just address this? I know everyone talks about this, but can we just address the price of freaking food? It's actually batshit. Like, I just ordered our groceries to go pick them up after this. No, these are weekly groceries. Yeah, yeah, weekly groceries. I look through the list. This happened last week as well. And then I get everything out on the counter. I'm like... Did they forget like five or six bags? No. And it's astronomically expensive. Like, expensive and you're not even getting that much. Like last week, I literally took shit off of the list. I'm like, do you really need this? Are you going to eat this? Do the kids like, no, I guess not. Like we're just taking them yeah. off. We're then only the getting week, basics. And then it's the still like a bajillion dollars and there's no friggin' food. Then the week comes to the end and there's no food. Because there was never food in the first place. I remember, distinctly remember, two two things in my head when it comes to, to food. I remember my mom and dad used to go to Costco. And my mom and dad used to call Costco the $100 store. Meaning yeah. you couldn't go to Costco and leave without spending 100 bucks. Right. Now it's like the $500. That's a joke now. I know. So that's number one. And then number two, I distinctly remember when we first moved in together. Now, 
this is only nine years ago. We're not talking about like when I was a kid, I'd walk up the street both ways uphill with no shoes on in the mud and the snow and the sleet. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking nine years ago. I remember you distinctly saying, hey, Ryan, just a heads up. This is a really expensive grocery bill. And because it was like 150 Because I had to buy, I had to buy shampoo. I yeah. had to buy conditioner. I had to buy detergent. And I had to buy a bunch of other things that were not food related. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was about $350. Oh. And I remember thinking, oh my oh. God, $350. Jesus. Now that's the baseline. Now our bill is not, our bill, which is as far as I'm concerned, is not enough food for us to sustain it's, an entire week without going out and getting food somewhere else. Facts. It's slightly under $400. Yeah. Like our bill this week is $351. See, that's ridiculous. And you're right. On the weekends, we go out and get other food because Always. either we're entertaining or we're like, actually, we don't have enough food. Like it's ridiculous. So I went to Walmart the other day and I'm not going to be like this whole like, wow, 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 the world sucks and we're going into this deep, dark recession. I don't want to be doomy and gloomy on the Laughing Couple podcast. But I sat in line or I didn't sit. I was standing. <laughs> I'm sitting. I stood in line <laughs> at Walmart, right at Walmart. So you go to Walmart, you're going to shop at Walmart. Chances are one of the reasons you're shopping at Walmart Savings. is because the pricing is there, sure. right? So I'm in this line and the person in front of me, the person to the left of me and the person to the right of me, all three of them were arguing their bill. Mm. All three of them. And I'm sitting here thinking, holy Jesus, we are going in a not good place. No. I'm seeing more and more people with like coupons and like, Ah, uh, you know what? Leaving leaving items at the table or at the whatever you want to call it, kiosk, yeah. whatever. What is that thing called? Why? The belt. The bell? The belt. Oh, like, belt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Leaving food the at the belt. belt. Yeah. The because it, I don't know what it's called. Either way, they're leaving it there because they're deciding <laughs> at that time, holy Jesus, this bill is way higher than I thought. Well, take this out, take this out, take this out. Yeah. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely scary. So that's my rant for, for this week is I cannot understand the cost of food right now. It's insane. I know. It's wild. Um, okay. So I have a, the embarrassing stories that I'm going to read a few of and we can discuss. But I also, Valentine's Day is coming up. And I want to tell, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. You have a Valentine's Day story, like a crappy one from, or like a funny one. I forget. Yeah. I don't know. It just sucked. So I um, was dating... Uh, an ex-boyfriend at the time in university and we went to this fancy restaurant uh, that was close to where I was living with uh, my roommates and we get there and I don't know what like we were already in some sort of fight okay and when you're like early 20s these fancy restaurants like it feels like like you're an adult and like it's super nice so we're in this fancy restaurant and we're already like kind of fighting and um I was discussed. I was trying to figure out how to bring up that I wanted to go on a girl's trip with my girlfriends and we, him and I had never done a trip together before. And so this was my like insanely possessive ex-boyfriend. And, uh, I was like trying to like slowly bring it up. And so I finally do. And he is fucking like livid. Okay. So he goes through everything in the book. Why? Like, I don't deserve to go, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, I'm very uncomfortable. Like I, there are people around and we're like, like whisper yelling, like, like it's so awkward. And so happy Valentine's. Yeah. And so the bill comes over and I have never been one to like assume no matter who I'm dating that they're paying for the bill. And like you and I were pretty good. Like when we started dating too, like you were very much like I'm taking it, but I was also like, no, like let's split. I've never been that girl who was like, "Mm, we have never split a bill a day in our life. No, but it'll go, I'll take it this time or you take it. Like before we were married, we definitely switched. If you let me. Yeah. Okay. 
you're I swear to God, because I was like, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> okay. I promise you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyways, sure. I promise you. I remember you paying for a movie and popcorn once. That is absolute lies. But okay. Anyways. So the bill comes over. He's still yelling. And then he goes to the bathroom and comes back and sits down and the waiter's coming over and like nothing's happening. And I'm like, like visibly uncomfortable. And before we went, he was like, I'm spoiling you. This is my treat to you. I had just bought him something. I don't remember what it was. And I was like, okay, I end up paying for the bill and it's at like a fancy ass restaurant and it's like $300. So basically our fucking grocery bill. And I do not have this money at the time. Like it was awful. So first of all, I'm pissed. I have no money. Then he goes, he says something mean to me. I'm like, well, you know what? Like, I don't need you to drive home. Like I'll walk totally fucking joking because it's the middle of February in Ontario, in Ontario. And he's like, okay, let's me walk home in the middle of the night, which like this restaurant wasn't far from my house, but it was like a few blocks and I was wearing a fucking skirt and Ugg boots. And he literally let me walk home. And finally at like, right before I pulled up to her house, like he like drives by, he's like, I'm like, are you kidding? Like I literally just walked home and now you're like, get in. We need to talk. I was so pissed. It was one of the worst Valentines of my life. Here's the worst part about this. And I hope that you share this story with our daughter, Riley. The worst part about this is that wasn't the last day you dated him. I know. I, I, I think back sometimes of myself in when I dated some of these dickheads and I wish that I had the confidence and the self love that I have today that cause I would never allow myself to be treated. I'm not the way. even allowed to say the word fuck to you without you losing your mind, <laughs> stomping out and I not talking to respect. me for three days. I and you let respect. that piece of shit. Yeah. A make you pay the bill. B walk, you walked home by yourself and then you it's stayed awful. with them. I honestly, like I look back and Maybe I'm like, I who, got this thing backwards. Who was I? I like, who was I? At CSI, and you changed the words, but very impressive. That's funny. Anyways, my, really th- shitty Valentine's. That sucks, Brittany. It was awful. I didn't know that story. Really shitty. My Valentine's Day story is not nearly like that because I would never do that to somebody, and nobody would ever do that to me because I was driving the car. However, I did have a date that I was really looking forward to on Valentine's Day, and I got a call from my best buddy at the time, and him and his girlfriend had just split up, and he was pretty down on his dumps. Down in the dumps? Down on his dumps? Down, down in the dumps. Down in the dumps. He was found in the dumps down. <laughs> in a downward position. Anyways, I thought, you know what? I'm probably not going to marry this girl. This guy's probably going to end up being my best man at some point in time in my life. I'm going to go bro over hoe. Who was it? Who's what? Who was your, who are you talking about? I'm not going to talk about their names on this podcast. <gasps> no, that's rude. I, he's not my friend anymore either. Oh. Well, that's not true. He okay. is my friend, but Anyways. I don't talk to okay, him. Okay. 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 Anyways, I'm not saying I went bro versus hoe. I decided that it would be wise for, for me to do a date with this girl and bring him. <laughs> <laughs> on Valentine's day. It didn't work out for me. Stop. On Valentine's Day? On Valentine's Day, yeah. Did she know beforehand or did you I just I did show call up? her. I did give her the uh, heads up oh and she God. did agree That's to allow so him to come. Nice of her. And yeah, it was nice of her actually wow. now that I think about it. But what a shitty Valentine's Day for me to have done to her. And then like in the summer, I stopped talking to the guy, which I never saw coming. But also like I think it's kind of weird that like 
your buddy would have been like, yeah, I'll come. Like, I'd be like, no, man, like, I'm good. Like, you go. I don't want to be your third wheel. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but like, that's I what happened. I just picture you guys, like, cheersing, like, and then all of a sudden it pans back and he's also there, like, yeah. <laughs> cheersing. Do you want the bill split three ways or two? I paid for the whole bill for everybody. Of course you did. Anyways, oh, that was like so shitty. Now that I look back on it, and I'm like, you know, hindsight's 2020. If I didn't do that, I probably would have got laid that night. So that would have been way better. Yeah, true. but who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have been with you because he didn't. He didn't show up. Maybe. Okay, so I'm because I'll tell read... you right now that relationship did not work immediately after this. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna read some of these. I asked people to write in uh, some anonymous funny embarrassing stories so we have a a whole bunch ryan hasn't heard any of these so these are all going to be like new to you and you can kind of react to them actually how about you rate the stories on a scale of one do you want to do one to five or one to ten ten being like oh my god that's terrible yeah sure you want to do ten five 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 okay five let's go with the google review okay okay dating at the time hubs and i are at a friend's house after we drank too much also these are like they might seem choppy because they only have a, a small, um, sure. Like just so you know, people aren't like shitty writers. Anyways, Hobbs and I are, at a friend- <laughs> okay. Hobbs and I are at a friend's house. And we drank too much. After everyone went to sleep, we decided to have sex on the back patio. My schnauzer, which is a dog jumped up behind and licked his goods. <laughs> Needless to say, we both about died. My dog gets butt hurt to this day when we kick him off the bed. <laughs> That's funny. Like, ooh, I like that a little bit. That's funny, but I don't think it's embarrassing. Yeah, I think it's funny. Well, maybe not it's like... It's super funny, but definitely not... For me, it's not embarrassing. It's one okay. of those like... It's like when we were about to have sex and I pulled the sheets up and fell oh. off the bed. Like I did a backflip off the bed. <laughs> that was funny. Funny, not embarrassing. Right, yeah, fair enough. So okay. on a scale of one to five one? in the terms of funny... Yeah. I'd put that as a three. Maybe. And it's a really cool moment for the two of them. Mm-hmm. But in terms of embarrassing, it was just the two of them. And like, it would have been embarrassing because so like, they were at their friend's house on the patio. Maybe their friends had a rig camera and then they're like, yo, did you have a threesome last night? What would have been embarrassing like, is if the dog funny. bit his balls yes. and he had to go to the hospital. Sure. That would have been embarrassing because everybody in the party would have heard about it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. When I was pregnant, I was at one of my last OB appointments. It was my first baby, so the checks always made me a little nervous. She couldn't get her hand up there since I was very clenched. When she told me to relax, I let out the hugest fart. <laughs> like, huge. It was the worst day of my life. Oh, farts are like... <laughs> they just never fail you. You know what I mean? If you want a clear path to my heart... <laughs> fart. Fart. Oh, geez. That was good. I just oh, came up with that. That was really good. Uh, so and I've if had... you want some relief, queef. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. We should start a child's book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. we're good with rhyme. Sounds. Rhyming words. Sounds. Yeah. Speaking uh, of queef. Yeah, so I've had that. Ha- oh, you got a queef? No. You got a queef story? I have a story about a queef. Yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah. It's three oh, nice. seconds. But nice. go ahead. Uh, so I've had that exact thing happen to yeah. me where I farted on a table <laughs> for a doctor. Did I may have talked about him? it here. I think you did. It doesn't really matter. I'm not going to get into it here. Oh, okay. So I know how like earth shattering embarrassing <laughs> that is. That's a five for me because I've been there. Oh, God. There's a level of empathy when you've Absolutely. been there. Absolutely. And you know that like, yes, they're professional during the time, but you know that the OB left and was like, yo, bitch. When they just- went home, when they went home, hey, what happened today? Well, some woman literally farted on my hand. <laughs> When I tried to inspect your yeah, baby's got head. the baby. 
Okay, this yeah, one's short, but it's sucks. funny. One time my <laughs> one time my husband was going down on me and I was starting to orgasm and I cleaved in his face instead. <laughs> like I would just ruin the orgasm too. So like here's the problem. <laughs> Can you feel a queef? A hundred percent. Yeah, so you know what came it came from your vagina? Yeah. Like, can you tell it the difference between different. a fart? Can a you tell the difference percent. between a fart and a vagina? Yeah. A, f- a fart and a vagina. I can tell the difference between a fart and a vagina. <laughs> I fucking hope Can you so. tell the difference between yeah. a queef and a fart? Yes. They come from two different holes. I know they do. But if you're in an you orgasmic state. you pooing? <laughs> if you come from an orgasmic state where you're like climaxing and all of a sudden you hear... <laughs> Do you know if it comes from your ass or do you know if it comes from your vagina? This is, it's a really legit question. Like, yes, you do know. Okay. So there's, there's a high likelihood that that was a queef, not a fart. Like she, for sure. It's because the husband would never tell her that you fart. Like he'd be like, okay, yeah, you queefed. I would never admit to you that you farted in my face. If you thought it was a queef, you're like, oh my God, I queefed. I'd be like, actually you fucking shit in my face. Even if you like farted and like projectile shit on my chin, I'd wipe it off and pretend nothing happened. <laughs> no, 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 you could for sure. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that's, I knew a man one time and I'm not going to use his name, but if you ever listen to this podcast, he knows I'm going to talk, I'm talking about him. One time he found out his girlfriend was cheating on him. So he let her go down on him and farted in her face and said, I know you're cheating on me and it's over. I thought that was a bad way of doing it. Yeah. And- when I was 23 years old and heard the story, thought it was the funniest shit I'd ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I'd be afraid that she'd bite down on it. Oh my God. That's so weird. Okay. So these are hard to like, some people are setting some in, but they're not putting like part one, part two. I'm pretty sure these two go together though. Okay. So high school me went to spend a weekend at my my boyfriend's parents house for the first time cute little two bedroom one bathroom farmhouse cute until my boyfriend was in the shower door locked and out of nowhere i needed to shit now i was literally clenching so hard i shit my tights in the car because i couldn't find a bathroom in a small town after i left an hour away from home and was too embarrassed to get out of the car so drove all the way home sitting in my own shit (laughs) was scared to move in case i I disrupted the shit came to the realization, but how did I become my dad is what she said at the end, which is really funny. But like, I like, how do you just go from one extreme to the next and being like, well, I'm in it now. Like I shit myself. So, well, sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah. I guess. This happened to me with an ex-girlfriend cause I was holding in a fart too long. And yes. after about a 35, 40 minute period of time, my, oh my stomach God. was hurting so bad that I'm like, I gotta go. I made up a massive excuse I got in my car, I lifted my butt cheek to fart and I shit myself and it took me 15 minutes to get home. It sucks. And as an adult, shitting yourself sucks to begin with, but having to sit in that shit. Yeah. Awful. It's the worst. Also, I made like grave error. I actually found the second half and it's so much worse. Okay. 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 So the first half it was like, uh, I had to shit. My boyfriend's in the bathroom, locked door. This is what actually the second part is actually. I was sweating. There was 100% no way I was going to be able to wait. So I legit shit in an empty gift bag that was sitting on the dresser and wiped with the tissue paper. I was mortified and my boyfriend's mom no longer had a bag for the baby shower. Oh, no. 
so much better than the first one. Oh my How god! How do you come back from that? Like oh. honest to god. So. So she, let me go through this story yeah, again because yeah, yeah. I, I now have to change how I pictured this yes. thing. So she's at her boyfriend's parents' house. Right. One bathroom. One bathroom. He's in there. Yes. Taking probably. a shower, door locked. And she does. And like, this is the, they're in high school. Yeah. So it's not like, hey, we're married, you know, like. <laughs> Could happen. you imagine the fear that has to go through your mind to be able to get to a state where you choose to shit in, in a, a bag? bag. <laughs> Like you have, well, I get it. Like I, I shit, I didn't mean to shit, That's but a like five. I get it. I'm, That's a five. A thousand percent. Like, honest to God, I'm picturing in my head, like the panic, the shock. I like, know. What? I don't know how long I could do this. Where okay, am I gonna go? I'm holding it. I'm holding it. I'm holding it. Cause it had to have been like a five, 10 minute period of time of you holding it. And sometimes it gets there and it happens really quickly. You get that bead of sweat down your chest, your, your head and you're like, I'm fucked. It sounds like, you know, <laughs> I've been there so many times. It's not even funny. I don't even know. I can't even count the amount of times this has happened to me. But I've always, always made it to the washroom, yeah, fortunately. Yeah, she didn't for have me. a choice. Okay. Shit. When my husband and I were <laughs> newly dating, he farted while I was going down on him and then tried to pretend he didn't just fart in my face. <laughs> that would be so I barely know that person. <laughs> fucking gross. That would be so gross. Like, I know it happens and no one's doing it on purpose, but like, literally, if I was going down on a guy and he farted and he couldn't hold it, or just make up an excuse, like... I let me, I gotta go get some and then like fart like I'm literally right there by the opening of your anus with your. <laughs> so, I, I I honestly this is weird oh, for me. It's gross. Dude. I've never done this. I hope not. I've never done this, but I have farted many a times in my life. Yeah. And if you sit in a particular way, and you know this, my sister Michelle knows this too, because when I sit on an angle, yeah. I can't help but fart <laughs> on a certain angle. It's like there's too much pressure on my stomach. So yeah. depending on what angle he's in, like he's kind of snooker. But I will say, when you are when you are receiving a blowjob, there is a sense of relaxation that comes with it. But at some point in time, you kind of like every guy will admit this. At some point in time, you want to like make it a little harder. So you squeeze down that, like you do like a pelvic, uh, what do you call it? Like a Kegel exercise. Okay. <laughs> you'll do like a Kegel exercise. You'll, you'll make it a little bit harder and it's like, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I will say that if you're doing a Kegel exercise, like I know fart? when I'm Kegeling, when I don't want to pee and I stop Kegeling to pee, I do fart. <laughs> it's a fart to start. And I'm just saying, it's never happened oh, to me, okay. but I can very easily see how some male It'd be will fart. It'd be mortifying. Absolutely mortifying. Yeah. Okay. What do you what do you rate that? I would put that as a three. Okay. Because she married him. Yeah. I had to go to the ER to get a tampon out after a night of fun with a stranger. A couple of days later, my brother, who also works at the hospital, was telling us a story that one of the doctors told him. Turns out it was about me having to get my tampon removed after a one night stand. What? So her, so her brother works at the hospital and the doctor that had to take her tampon out retold the story to all oh, of the other so, nurses. Sorry, sorry. I thought you said she went to a store to get a tampon after having sex. No, That's it how was I already it. in there while she was having sex and it got lodged oh, up there. Oh, why yeah. would you do that? Yeah, it happens. More, I actually have a lot of these stories in there. Like you have sex with a tampon in? No, I've never, but I like a lot of people and I've read a lot of stories that happens about people doing that. You just hold on to the string the whole time? 
I, I don't know. I've never done it. I, I feel like it would freak me out. It would get stuck. My so. very first lap dance that I ever had when I turned uh, I 19, yeah. girl came by and she's like, hey, you want a lap dance? I'm like, you goddamn right I do. <laughs> uh, she had, uh, she was experiencing well, her time of the... Doesn't stop. She's well, a working you know girl. I'll tell you, for the first time ever seeing a vagina that I paid for, I was a little surprised that she had, she was... She was experiencing not stop that. It. You know, she's a woman. She's. Like, I would anticipate, I and you know what? This is a naive and maybe a little arrogant of me to say, but I would have anticipated that during that time of the month, strippers wouldn't be working. absolutely not. No, they are probably like here. We're here. We're here. It's extra lube for you. Yeah, yeah, like someone literally just wrote and said, "Thought I left a tampon in my badge. My husband and I had only been dating for six months, and he went through the Red River to retrieve." Oh my God. 11 years later, we're still going strong, which is cute. Okay. I need to find the one that it's like five things long. Uh, You know what? I think you can tell a good man based off of those experiences. Mm -hmm. So I know some stories where it didn't go really well for the woman after the fact. And I've had, I've personally had an experience where you can just tell something's different. Yeah. And the girl says, I think I may be getting my period today. And I say, yeah, I think you did. Only to find out that it looks like a murder victim had been laying there the whole time. How you react to that as a man says a lot about you. A thousand percent. You're either you're either a partner or you're not. And if you're a girl and you're you're a boy, I would say like a little boy. If you're going to get like if you're going to make a woman feel ashamed about her period and you're going to blame her and make her feel like beneath and little, you're not a man. Like you're a a little immature boy. All I'm saying is during sex, when things like this happen, queefs, farts during blowjobs, none of those, except for this one individual who did it on purpose, none of those are intentional. So you have to know that the person on the other end is literally devastated. For sure. Absolutely. If your partner farts, to start, yes, let them be. We, didn't we read like a Reddit forum and like somebody like and they were the asshole about that whole situation? Like she farted during sex and I he couldn't. Not. Yeah, we were, it was oh, on yeah, here yeah, yeah, and like yeah, he yeah. was go so back rude to her. her. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a fart; it was a queef. Yeah. Okay, so super embarrassing and hella awkward. I was on a date with a guy and had him back at my place. We put a movie on, got frisky. I started giving him a blowjob, forgetting I was chewing gum. <laughs> Oh. It ended up in his pubic hair and he had to borrow my scissors to cut it out. We never spoke again. Oh, oh you know, really good. We got oh, We don't it. have a lot of time. I'm going to read one more after, after this. Do you remember the story? I'm not going to use their names where she went down on him and she had very coarse, thick hair and her hair actually landed on yes. his penis. Yes. And then they didn't know that it landed on his penis. And they, like the next day he went to go play football or yes. some sport and it slowly started to work its way yeah. around and around and almost cut his dick off. Yeah, I do. Like he, he's like, it hurt yeah. so bad, but he didn't know why he thought maybe he had some sort of like yes. crabs or something. <laughs> and then like looks down and his dick is like, like has lost all circulation. Yeah. Yeah. What a friggin' experience. Be careful with the hair down there, you know, you know be careful, careful with, with the, the hair, hair down there, down yeah, there, down there. <laughs> okay. This is the last one. And it's like the four thing. There's, okay. There's a theme here. It's shit. <laughs> Winning. Summer of 2022 will forever haunt me. Saturday morning, I leave for my weekly grocery shop as normal. I finish up at the store and make my way over to Sobeys to grab all my produce. As I'm putting my car in park, I get a huge stomach cramp, followed by some rumbling. (laughs) I clench my ass so no hard-ass panic set in. No way I was making it inside. I looked around my van, and thankfully, the kids 
The car potty was in there. It wasn't lined with anything. So I had no choice but to line the potty with a reusable grocery bag. I grabbed some napkins out of the glove box and made my way to the trunk of the van. It was hot as shit outside, bubble guts for days, and the sweat was pouring off my body. I hover over the tiny ass potty and leave the rest in God's hands. Oh, I had well to open written. I know. Well I had to open the very back window to release the smell before it took me out. At first I missed the potty, now I have a hot shit. Oh wait, I don't the rest is cut off. But can, can you imagine? And sorry, that's actually not the final one that I want to read because the final one's here. If you don't mind, I will read one more. <laughs> I don't mind. Okay, good. I just think it's being it's an so ad- well written. Like, listen, being an adult. I don't care who you are. Shit is shit. A stomach is a stomach. Everyone shits. Yeah, absolutely. Even Halle Berry. (laughs) Yes, even Halle Berry. Okay. On a cottage vacay with the fam, we went to go see a cottage for sale. I'm a realtor, so we could go see it without another agent. Well, immediately when we get there, my stomach is gurgling like bad. Then the kids went insane all over the house. My husband took them outside. The place is vacant and I'm about to fucking explode. So I reluctantly just go. After I destroy the toilet, I realize the water is shut off. No, no. I'm looking everywhere to no avail. Where the fuck is it? I tell my husband, which sucks, but that's not the worst part. I have to go to scroll. Hold on. Uh, my husband has crawled under the fucking footings of the house and still can't find it. Also, no bucket to dump the water in to get rid of it and force flush. Have to now go back to where this where their cell service, call the agent and tell her I'm fucking blamed it on my small innocent child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to. to. I asked her if she knows where the water is and did I mention there is a showing right after ours? Agent has no idea, so my husband and myself, but he has to do the heavy lifting, go with back with this massive water jug to rid the toilet of the most rank shit his wife has ever taken <laughs> like kenny that story will live with them until for the rest they of their lives like on I her funeral it. if he outlives her he's telling that story a thousand percent oh, that's a five they're for so sure. lucky that their kids were like i'd be like oh man i'm so sorry my toddler took the biggest shit obviously he's blame so the kids. Sick. He's, he's so sick he's like he's riding around everywhere. in the background like so happy it's because he left his yeah. shit in there you should see what he was like before the shit <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyways those oh are, those thank you good. guys for sharing those so what a way to brighten my day poop is always fun yeah all right oh we're done yeah all right peace out <laughs> Night everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 